Hello, and welcome to Soulful Wildflowers, a podcast where we explore topics and modalities to help raise your vibration, strengthen your internal guidance system, and your connection with self. I'm Carrie, a writer, emotional wellness coach, empath, and explorer of spirituality. My goal is to awaken the lightworker inside of you by discussing topics you may have previously thought out of reach. So welcome to Woo Woo 101, a down-to-earth approach to spirituality. As Dolly Parton once said, wildflowers don't care where they grow. So no matter where you are in your awakening, years in or just starting to explore, you're exactly where you need to be. We're so grateful you're here and can't wait to grow with you. Hello friends, hello and welcome. Welcome to the very first episode of Soulful Wildflowers. I am so excited to be on this journey with you all and to be uh, starting this podcast series. I'm Carrie, the host for Soulful Wildflowers, and we are going to talk about our journeys here. We're going to learn and grow together and discuss our um, our, our journeys that, that take us closer to our intuition, to ourselves our true selves, um, just peeling back those layers, those those pieces of us that are no longer needed, and really diving into our heart space and acknowledging what makes us bloom and what brings us joy. And I'm just so excited to dive into, into this project and um, bring you all along for the ride. So welcome. And I thought um, today, as a, a first episode, it would be great to um, just do a little introductory for myself and uh, my thoughts around what this project will entail, this podcast, and um, you know what what I hope to get out of it or hope to evolve it into, if you will. So yeah, let's let's dive in. Gosh, where where do where does one begin with with this type of intro, um, you know, I wanted to to kind of take an opportunity to share a little bit of my story and um, what brought me to start a podcast in the first place to um, bring out that desire to speak to an audience and in hopes of uplifting and and sharing my joy and um, my learnings through my own personal journey in, in hopes of helping, um, you know, anybody who might be listening and along in their journey. So I think it's fair to say, if you know me already, you probably know that I'm an emotional being, an empath. What is an empath? It's more than just someone who displays empathy. An empath is someone who can literally feel within their body the emotions of others. And I think we'll dive deeper into that another day, but for now, I just want to say it's it's someone who feels on such a deep level that the emotions of others end up becoming their own experience. So if you've ever walked into a room and it just felt off or maybe exciting, it's because you're sensing the emotion or the energy in the room. Emotions are energy, so they emit energetic waves of different frequencies that can be subtly felt. 
Some people just happen to pick up on those subtle waves more easily than others. And if you can imagine growing up as an empathic child and not realizing what was happening, it was really hard to explain to an adult who immediately tried to rationalize your experience why you felt sad or angry or hurt when absolutely nothing happened to you that could account for those feelings. In actuality, you're probably picking up on the adult's emotions. So yes, as a child and even into adulthood, I cried a lot at pretty much everything. And crying was just my way of releasing the accumulated emotions that I had picked up throughout the day. My parents would tell me, we should have named you Sarah Bernhardt. And she was supposedly an over-the-top actress that cried a lot. I was often told I was too sensitive, too soft, too shy, too quiet. And I learned two things from that. One, I was never enough. And two, emotions aren't meant to be seen. So I did my best to be normal, air quotes, and stuffed my feelings down as best I could, which then led them to bubble over, right? If you stuff your emotions down enough, eventually they need to be released and they're going to come out some way. And I assume to some people this could be bouts of anger, but again, I'm a crier, so my overflow would come out in tears. I now recognize in those moments, I was most likely having an anxiety attack. And as a preteen, even young adult, I had no clue what that was. And I certainly did not know healthy ways to deal with it. In college, this ended up escalating. I talked to my doctor at the time who prescribed me medication and told me to find God. Those were the literal, literal words out of his mouth to find God. I left feeling hurt, angry, like I wasn't listened to or taken seriously. Granted, I grew up Catholic. We prayed before dinner. I went to Sunday school growing up. Like I knew who God was, but I did not have a relationship with him. And now this old white guy was telling me to pray. I was pissed. And I get now that what he was really trying to say is do the inner work, do the deep healing to find myself again and reconnect to my soul. But as a college kid, I was so far from being anywhere near ready to do the inner work. Fast forward 15 years or so, dealing with anxiety and bouts of depression off and on. I got older, I got wiser. I started a career I enjoyed, settled down with my now husband. We bought our first home, started having cutie babies. I was doing all the things on the life path checklist that you were supposed to do. But I really started to feel like something was missing. My mind was being challenged. My body was healthy, but my soul was yearning for something. I think as most moms do, I lost myself. Honestly, I think I'd been lost for a really long time. And it's like the saying, fitting a square peg in a round hole, something like that. My default self, the person that I showed everyone, who I think that they want to see and know, she'd been on display for so long, I didn't know how to turn it off. 
I didn't actually know who I was underneath all the conditioning of who I thought I was supposed to be. I'm not really quite sure how it started, but I began my deep deep dive down the spiritual rabbit hole. I don't really even know if I would call it spiritual. Spiritual. Relating to or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. Okay, so yeah, I guess I would then. I started consuming books on witchcraft and herbal medicine, meditation, manifestation, anything I could get my hands on, anything that reflected inner growth, positivity, and magic. I found the term empath, which put so many puzzle pieces together for me. I even worked on my intuitive skills and signed up for several classes back-to-back to hone in on them. Everything back then sort of led to mediumship, which is giving readings to folks who have lost loved ones, speaking to spirit. But it just didn't quite fit for me. I still felt like the square peg trying to stuff myself in a round hole. I loved it. I loved educating myself, taking the fear away from these things that I now realize were always a part of me. And I was doing so much growing personally, peeling back all these layers of myself that I no longer connected with. In honesty, probably never really did. Just trying to figure out who the hell I was. Last summer, after giving birth to my third daughter, I lost myself all over again. My husband and I were officially outnumbered with three kids. Everything was just kind of harder. We both worked full-time jobs and through a series of miraculous events, became owners of a beautiful tree farm. But we became business owners, entrepreneurs, and farmers overnight with zero experience. Our hearts were full, but so were our plates. And there was absolutely no time for self-care, let alone self-discovery, And I found myself drowning in anxiety. The smallest things would trigger me and I would spiral. In September of last year, I lost my dad to cancer. Now, my dad was my superhero. I looked up to him in so many ways. He was daring and bold. He could care less about what anybody thought about him. And the more you told him not to do something the more he would be like, let me roll my sleeves up and show him how it's done. He loved to laugh and make others laugh. And he was this big, broad-shouldered, tattoo-pierced, loud Italian biker guy that scared everyone. But he was honestly the biggest teddy bear and my biggest supporter. I immediately defaulted back to that old version of myself when he passed. I tried so hard not to feel anything, to stuff down all the emotions. I remember asking my brother, am I grieving right? Shouldn't I be beside myself, crying every day? I mean, my dad was my everything. Why wasn't I crying? It took me about two months after he passed before I knew I wasn't handling things properly. I wasn't allowing myself to feel anything. And it was bubbling over in unwanted outcomes. I remember playing on the floor with my daughter, Elena. She was probably four months old. And something I was doing was making her laugh. Baby giggles are just the absolute best. So I turned to my husband and was like, watch her, watch her laugh. It's so adorable. And he just stared at me and was like, yeah, 
Yeah, I know. She does it all the time. Four months. That's how long it took me to be present enough to hear her laugh. I made a doctor appointment and talked to my doctor. I expressed my concerns, how I didn't want to go back on antidepressants like I was in college because of how poorly I handled it back then. I was in a pretty heavy and dark place at that time. And she looked at me and said, Carrie, you're not the same person you were 15 years ago. Okay, true, true. She recommended therapy, and I had never really been to a therapist before and was having a hard time finding someone that was open after my normal work hours. Also, I didn't want someone who was going to be super stuffy, but someone who would teach me how to handle my anxiety through modalities like meditation and things more woo-woo. Now I've had lots of exposure to intuitive coaches and had been following one in particular for a few years and ended up reaching out to her. I thought we vibed really well and I really wanted someone who's going to give me actionable steps to take to help me deal with everything I was trying or not trying rather to process. So January of this year, I started seeing an intuitive wellness coach. We talked through what I wanted to accomplish, which simply started off with finding more joy in my life. We talked about self-care, past traumas, boundaries, walls I've put up for protection, and the list goes on and on. Honestly, it was hands down the best investment I have ever made for myself. And I don't say that lightly. I think it's so hard for moms to invest in themselves. It really is. Like, I will drop $100, $200 on my kids without blinking, but if I see a $20 top that I really love, I immediately think to myself, hmm, do you really need that? Shouldn't you save your money on something better? Like, this $20 top is not worth it. I'm not worth buying this this top for myself. So after about a month or so of coaching, this light bulb went off inside me. That, that is what I have been freaking searching for for years. This is my square hole for my square peg. All the yeses. I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to help people in this exact way. Be the mirror for them to help them see the answers they already hold inside of themselves. They hold the keys to their own destiny. It was pure magic. And I've continued this journey since then. Learning what it means to be a coach, how to help people, and provide that encouragement when you feel like giving up. I found my calling as an intuitive wellness coach. I've been practicing opening up my intuition, became a certified Reiki 2 healer, and even started channeling a little, which has been super fun. So I guess in a way, this is me coming out of the intuitive closet. Here I am, full disclosure. I guess I feel like I should say, ta-da, but that's it. That's me. All right. So what is Soulful Wildflowers? What does it mean? Where did it come from? And I'm going to share with you a little story. Um, So I did a meditation. uh, This was maybe a year ago where I met my higher self. And it's a a visualization, if you will, where um, we were standing on one end of a bridge and on the other end, 
we were meant to visualize our higher self. And if you're not familiar with the term, your higher self is in a nutshell, your most authentic self, an elevated form of consciousness where you're stripped down of all your human. So it's the part of you that is closest to source or God or whatever you believe in. So in this meditation, I'm on one end of the bridge and on the other end, I'm supposed to visualize my higher self. And as you're walking across this bridge, um, you know, each step that you take, your higher self is meant to, to form in front of you. And essentially, I saw a woman who was dressed in what I would call like a, a toga, essentially, like, like Grecian garments, for lack of a better term. She had long flowing hair that was braided and, um, you know, kind of pulled to the side and she kept reaching down and, and pulling herself up and reaching down and pulling herself up. And the closer I got, the more this, um, vision sort of formed for me where I realized that she was grabbing hands and essentially pulling people up from this cliff on this, this other side of this bridge. And that was, that meditation sprouted this seed, this idea of being vulnerable enough to share this part of me that really wants to help others dig deep into the soil of their own gardens and help tend to the seed of their soul that has been starving for light, asking and wishing and praying to be noticed, to grow. So this, this meditation, this visualization was like this, this, door opening for me, this aha moment of this is what I want to do. This is what I meant to do. And, um, I truly feel called and I'm very passionate about this. And, you know, essentially what I want soulful wildflowers to be is, is that garden to help, you know, listeners or whomever, um, is attracted to it to come and kind of tend their own gardens and, and really, nurture and support their own personal growth and the thought here is that it'll be kind of a woo-woo 101 it's it's the idea is to take the fear out of topics that you might have previously thought out of reach in the sense that um, you were too scared there was too much unknown for you to really dive down deeper into that topic or perhaps the information that you received previously, because we know media and I mean, movies, they, they tend to blow things out of proportion. I mean, that's the purpose of a movie. It's a visualization of an event or, um, you know, acting out in real time something. So they have to kind of, because it's all visual, they have to tend to kind of go over the top, which I think makes some of these topics really fearful and exaggerated and not at all what it's like in real life, <laughs> whatever real life is, right? Um, so this Woo Woo 101 is going to talk about just whatever topic that comes up that we think we need to dive into deeper, right? So alternate healing modalities like Reiki, crystal healing, 
Um, we'll talk about intuition. We'll probably talk about that a lot. I love the subject of intuition. Like, what does it mean to be clairvoyant? What's a psychic? What's a medium? What's the difference between the two? How do I channel? Can I talk to spirit? Like, there's so many things that we could dive down and really step into deeper that there's a lot of misconception around these topics. And I think we can simplify it and make it more accessible to to everybody. I mean, none of these are out of reach. We'll most certainly have special guests on who are going to be experts on all of these topics and can share their passions and their knowledge with us because obviously the journey is so much more fun when it's shared. And I hope to accomplish, you know, that well, that's what I want to accomplish by sharing my story, by sharing others' stories. I want it to give you the confidence to begin your own journey, expand your horizons, grow, challenge your beliefs, maybe reconfirm some beliefs you have that are pre-existing. Um, it'll be an awesome ride and I truly hope you stay around and tune in for the next episode. So with that said, I bid you farewell for now. Thank you so, so much for listening. And if you're interested in chatting um, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. Both are simply Soulful Wildflowers. Or you can email me at soulfulwildflowers at gmail.com or visit my website and contact me there, www.soulfulwildflowers.com. Notice the theme here. I like to be consistent. Um, so yes, I'm super excited. Thank you again so much for hanging out with me on episode one. Many blessings to you all. I love you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.